have that microphone? This? You don't use a microphone? I do when I'm on Audacity. Should I be plugged into there? No, you're totally fine. Like you're no, because I like pretty much yeah. everyone uses that whenever. Like your um, your headset. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. What a, yeah. what a year. What a year. Is it over? It just keeps going. <laughs> and I feel like even when we get into the new one, mm -hmm. it's going to still be this one. It's wild. It's it started out, though, like I was like, OK, like things are starting to kind of like we're getting the hang of this pandemic thing, the pandemic. And then it like kept going. And now I feel like the wheels are falling fully off of the wagon. We're going. Oh, that's cute. Hold on. You had promise and hope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I never did. See, I have kids. I don't. <laughs> I've been in the seventh circle of hell for uh, two years. <laughs> everybody, welcome back to the B list. I am B, <laughs> and I'm here with return guest, one of everyone's favorites, Melissa Beck. Hello, everyone. How are you? Former star of the real world, New Orleans, current host of her own podcast, Imperfect Strangers. Um, yes. yes. Mother of two, three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the two girls. Yeah, wait, the three, three girls. girls. Three girls. That's right. Yes, three oh, girls God. and a husband. Mother of four. What is that Reba song uh, that I'm fucking <laughs> obsessed with? A single mom who works two jobs and loves a kid. <laughs> that song hits. I'm sorry. That song is so fucking good. <laughs> no, my my husband's actually downstairs doing band practice. So I hope that there's no like. No. jarring glass jaw sounds that come through but if they oh. do my apologies it's all right i've got my ac going we're all good it's it's pots oh, and pans around noise. here baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um what is up or imagine how tired we are <laughs> imagine how tired we are at this moment in time it is late september i felt like i just closed my eyes and it was august people what are you talking really about i felt like it was january yeah. Here we are in September. Do you remember? The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, God. How have okay, you been? So I've been good. Just chilling. Um, still working from home forever. Great though. Yeah. Love it. Really, honestly, not that much going on. Um, in my personal <laughs> life. <laughs> Went through a breakup or whatever. We'll talk about Stop. that another time. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Hold on, I didn't know you were booed up. Nobody does because I don't talk about it on social because I keep my private life private. Correct. And I hadn't talked to you. Yeah. Smart that way. But I, I haven't talked to you in a minute. When is the last time that we, when's the last time you were here? <sighs> Months ago. Months. Like so much like has changed. Since, yeah. So much has changed since we last spoke. I'm going to say we spoke before either of us were vaccinated. Uh -oh. Like really? April. Yeah. No, because I was, I was vaccinated in like March. I was one of the first. Oh, you were scamming. Mm -hmm. I was not scamming. No, I told you. Yeah, you got I was and up. volunteering. Oh, right. I was volunteering. Yeah. <laughs> I was volunteering at the senior place where all the over 65 people were getting. So, and they needed help because, you know, it was 20 degrees outside. They had to cart people in and out of there and you have to keep them six feet apart. So at every pretty much checkpoint, you have to have people that kind of like wait with these people, roll their wheelchairs in. A lot of them were alone and needed assistance, you know what I mean? So it really does, it really was uh, pretty draining, actually. To But good for you. Look at you, little good Samaritan. Yeah, well, two birds, one stone, because if you do it, then they well, want to make sure that you're vaccinated. So I was like, you know what? It's worth it. I have time. Let me do this. Yeah, I, I went and I scanned I to, to get mines. I, I know. 
<laughs> I said, listen, the world's about to end. Let me just go ahead and make sure I'm going to get to heaven. Two birds, one stone. Listen, I could not. I kept, I went on every CVS, tried to book that appointment when it wasn't my age group. And finally, oh I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then one of my husband's childhood best friends is married to a uh -huh. police officer. And I was like, look. Look, I, I mean, <laughs> it was Sophie's choice. I was like, listen, do I want to get this vaccine and cross the ACAB line? But <laughs> <laughs> Every other day of the year, you're like, ACAB, ACAB, except for today. I was officer. like, today, though, vaccine day, no justice, no problem. I what is it? <laughs> Mrs. What is that song, Mrs. Officer? Wee 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 wee. Hello, <laughs> wee. Yes. Wee wee wee. I used to love. Do you remember really genuinely listening to that record, Dead Ass? Oh, that song hits still to this day. Little Wayne, you can't sleep on like the original. I mean, even like when he was in the Hot Boys. Yeah, I don't know yep. anything about all that stuff. A lot of y'all listen, don't even know about any of that. So I'm not going to get. Oh my gosh, you are going to just take us all the way back. You know that I, I have can't. a special place in my heart for all of the rappers from New Orleans because when I was there originally, uh -huh. oh, true, for yeah, real world New Orleans, Juvenile mm -hmm. backed that ass up, oh. which is anthemic. Wait, was that the year that that came out? 999? Yes. That's right. The 99s. Wow, what a time. What a time. And I was there. And I mean, when I tell you, they, were they played up. that song ad nauseum every day. At, at Mardi Gras, because you were there. Oh, you could Mardi just Gras. hear it in the streets. Like you would just be minding your business. And when bump, is bump bump would just come on? <laughs> when is Mardi Gras again? It's February, right? Yep. It's cold. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, I have never been. I really want to go. Well, not now. You don't. Right? Why? Why? Oh, because COVID. Why? Well, that and you know, I mean, Hurricane Ida came in. Oh, true. Forgot about her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Terrible. Speaking of rappers getting to heaven and who's not and who is. Oh no! Don't start me. Don't start. You just want to. Okay, you just want to go straight to the violence. You okay, so let's. <laughs> I'm not even saying the name out loud. I don't need that kind of shit in my life. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're not going to go in dry. We're going to start with let's let's first off give it. Let's just say, um, rest in peace, Stanford Blatch. By the way, Willie Garson just passed yesterday. If you guys don't know, who doesn't? Um, the the actor that played Stanford Blatch, he's, that's probably what he's best known for, right? I mean, what else was he really? I we got the news yesterday in our um, Imperfect Strangers has a Discord for um, mm -hmm. our top tier listeners, and okay, I found out the news there and was like, mm, sure. he was young. Yeah, he's um fifty six. And did young. he quietly battle cancer? Like I didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, that's the thing. But I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that that's what got him though. He had just oh. been filming, so it might have been something else. I don't know. Mm. So sad. Either way, um, he was just filming the the reboot. What is it called? And then there. Oh, wow. Wait, what is it called? What is it called? And what's the name of it? It's like a weird what, name. The Sex in the City reboot. Yeah. What is it called? And See, then there the was. You don't. What? You're not gonna watch. I it? don't mess with Sex in the City. Why? I know that that's so crazy, but like. You know how when you when you watch it on the rewatch, yeah, it doesn't hit the same. Started to try, everybody now understands unpacking that the Carrie stuff. was completely self involved and a terrible friend. Yeah, but like when I was watching it in real time, I saw that shit. I was like, "What is is this happening?" Yeah, like yeah. you're just gonna walk up to the you're gonna walk in those heels, sitting shoes, to this lady who is trying to conceive and then demand that she helps you pay for your apartment. What is happening here? Everybody thought yeah. that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> the entitlement listen we haven't really fully dealt with the fact that carrie is a complete sociopath but who was your favorite guy that she dated though 
I, you know, I have a soft spot for furniture. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Aiden. just going to say Aiden. I mean, I don't, I mean, listen, she, I feel like she improperly dealt with big, like mm-hmm. just be the rich guy's girlfriend. Like, why are you looking for all these feelings? Dude's busy. Are you dumb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you dumb? Are you dumb? Yeah. And you go cheat like what? And his girl and his wife. And I, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. So I kind of really loved things about Burger. Obviously, he's also a sociopath, but that was the boyfriend that she deserved. Burger, Burger is the one who dumped her on a post it note. Yep. That's what she that deserved. That was exactly the man she deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She got the man that she deserved. You know what? Though? That was karmic retribution. I've had a burger's ass. I have had a burger ass motherfucker before. Who, who hasn't? Um, if you dated me, you know a burger. I got dumped. I got dumped once two days before my birthday. My birthday is uh, two days before Valentine's Day. So I got dumped on February 10th. Uh, uh, so didn't get a birthday gift. And then the day before Valentine's, this motherfucker came around talking about, I hope you didn't think I was going to get you a Valentine gift. I was like, motherfucker, you dumped me on my birthday. Why did I think uh, you were going to get me a gift? And then he brought me some wildflowers and like a whatever girl i ain't never spoke to them again. But <laughs> there are those burgers out there i tell you <laughs> breaking up with you over text i can't fucking stand it listen um oh, that was pointed is this what happened here are we talking no about no, 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 oh. no 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 that's not what happened <laughs> Whew. that'll be in the book that'll be in the book i was gonna say though i was um you were talking about new orleans you were there when that song a culturally relevant moment for New Orleans. That's when you were there filming. Culturally relevant moment for New York, real world New York. They did a reboot. Well, not the recent one, but right. But they, when they went back to New York the first time, yes. Yes. that was filmed the same year as 9-11. I didn't realize that. Did you know that? It was this, it was 2001. Yes. I didn't and, know why I know But that. I don't think they were there, but I don't think they were there. They had just, right. It was like they right before. Because here's what happened. I um, I was doing on September 10th, mm-hmm. a speaking engagement in Waltham, Massachusetts. So yeah. I flew LA to Boston the day before. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to fly Boston to LA the next day. But yeah. Coral from the real world back to New York had just gotten off of her show and had already been thrown into the um, speaking engagement circuit. Yeah. And so I was already in it too. At the time we had the same agent. And uh-huh. so my agent coordinated, he was like, Melissa is stranded at this hotel. You're stuck. She was visiting um, her friend Lori at the time. Mm-hmm. She came to my hotel. We ended up kicking it and we were like fast friends from there. So yeah. yes, I did know that because of this little factoid. That's so crazy. Good thing they got out right in time. It was like that summer. I just recently rewatched because we haven't talked since the real world actual reboot, the one that's on Paramount Plus. Yes. I oh, we did talk all. about that. We did talk about that. Uh-huh. Well, we talked about it offline, but we didn't talk about it on here. Did we? Listen, that was a doozy. I loved it. <laughs> you loved it? I didn't love it. I loved the beginning and I loved the promise of it. But when Eric couldn't get into the house because he had COVID, I was like, this, see, scrap the whole fucking production. See, and it would be the hippie, huh? It would be the crunchy hippie that would get it. You had one <laughs> oh. job. You had one <laughs> job to not get COVID. And now we all sitting around here and the hot one can't even be in the house. Listen. I thought he had. Him. I thought he had the the best job because let me tell you something. Did he yes, get he the same check as the other? Do you think he did? When he well, was sitting so. in yeah, his he participated. <laughs> yes, yeah, in his hot box, just sweating it out. <laughs> oh man. I I listen. I did like it. I did feel it was rushed. I sh- I think it should have been. They should have waited until yeah. it got better and then it moved him to the house. 
and also felt like because it was only a week right yeah I, I think it really should be a month or something let's not get crazy see, yes, <laughs> see the viewing audience just wants to traumatize us you see yeah <laughs> <laughs> a month would be crazy bananas i guess so because i guess if you're taken away from your job and everything like that um but I don't know. I just feel like they only like scratch the layer. And and the fact that Becky, I don't want to give everything away, but I guess I'm going to give it away. Becky leaves the show midway through or like three quarters of the link, three quarters of the way through. And it's like, girl, just stay at this point. Like, we already hate you. <laughs> like, come on. We already hate you. Like, <laughs> you, we already got the shit on camera. You, <laughs> um, I think what made that so interesting, though, is it kind mm -hmm. of just ushered in the redemptive arc that was 30 years in the making for Kevin and yeah, that whole conversation yeah. on race. So mm -hmm. it kind of had to happen that way in a, in a yeah. weird way. But I also have, um, there's no other way it could have gone. I also feel, you know what, just because I'm a cast member, mm -hmm. not that I excuse, you know, uh, racist ideology and the things that she was saying, which were racist. I'm mm -hmm. not yeah. excusing that, but I also feel like, Here's this rich white lady. She was living her life. She was doing it, having a good old time. Yeah. Probably few and far between had to deal with, hey, are you the lady off real world? Yeah, exactly. Happy. Fine. Why would you came go into this? Yeah, show, you're just like, bro. Came back yeah. on the show and now she's forever because the internet don't forget. The internet don't sleep. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so now she's the embodiment of this whole Karen thing. And it's like, damn, she was chilling and now she's not. Yeah. So like, there's though. a part of me that feels sad about that. I it's mean, she got got, but <laughs> got got on national <laughs> TV. I mean, that's the only way it could have gone down. I wonder how it's going to be for. I know you probably can't discuss it, but there's the. I heard that they're filming the LA one. I've seen reports about that. I'm interested to see how that's going to happen because I know that David is going to be. If you can't have the LA one and not have David on, like, and Tammy, mean, you know. I mean, and honestly, Tammy, I'm watching anything Tammy's on. I'm like, Correct. that's my queen. Tammy Roman. I'll, I'll watch a gif with Tammy yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, like she's the queen of reality TV. Like it's like Tiffany Pollard and then Tammy for me. So yes. Even yes. when Tammy's you know, wrong, I'm still sticking people, up for her. I feel like people don't get me wrong. I think Tammy is out of this world famous. Yeah. Like I think that her star has risen beyond real world 10 times over. Yeah. Like I think she's a bona fide real actress. I think that. Yeah. Um, she has yes actual and true star power and when she mm -hmm. steps into a space she's on and she does it like when she slaps Danny Decane's phone at her hand on that therapy <laughs> <laughs> she said now finish this fucking scene so we can get <laughs> I want to go like eat this lunch. is a woman who is professional and is at work yeah yeah, yeah. so um, I agree with your assessment that it's I love New York Mm -hmm. And Tammy, I do feel that. And some people don't like, you know, some people will throw in like a, a Kenya Moore in there or like a. No, she's not. Whomever. She's not there yet. It's not the same. You haven't it's seen Tammy. people bridge two different types of reality shows and actually succeed at it and, and excel at the second one, which is a totally different format. Not only was at the beginning of the docuseries soap ish kind of idea of what, you know, reality TV would become, but then kind of years later. And also very much down and out had Betty Boop bangs, Betty Page bangs, rather. The, the whole wig was eaten up. She looked like she had just woken up in a tour to her cell outside the park. Like it was a mess. But then you see how I'm zipped which, up. 
Yo, no, but I love. But I love. It's a real world. This is a real world code. We don't say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But she showed up on Basketball Wives, look at Tor, but then immediately when got when she got that check, cleaned it up and and listen, I respect, I love her. I'm so but I'm saying she's she, aged beautifully, looks like herself. Beautiful. But I'm just saying, like she kind of had a went into a valley and then rose again and excelled and became another level. And now she's on like, you know, multiple shows. She's booked and busy. So Shout out to Tammy Roman. and busy. Yes. And, um, and, li and listen, I will say this as a person who has experienced uh, a variation mm -hmm. of this kind of blow up. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, all reality stars, if you come into even just a little bit of money, you have to spend it every day to make yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was on my real world looking like actual Chris Kattan every day dead ass serious oh please if i was on television they would eat me up please yeah oh no <laughs> i was next i yeah. had i mean the dental wasn't right which by the way i don't know if you've seen how big and bright and new my smile is we love them um but I've yeah you know in. listen that this look 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 at the glossiness look at this the so bright look at that i had the gums lasered bitch so like when you tell me about that because like how does that work like we, like do they so it's veneers right Oh yes, I got a lot of them too. Like, let me do they let's, let's, do they fight? Okay, yeah, I'll let you. Yes. Finish her. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. I was on the Real World. Teeth was jacked. Thanks, Shorty, because Shorty spent my money that was supposed to be allocated to my orthodontia clearly elsewhere. We don't yeah. know where. Maybe it was on Sega Genesis. Maybe yeah. it was on like <laughs> the seventh Oldsmobile that he didn't need. I don't know, yeah. but I didn't have braces as a child. Clearly needed them, so I took my Real World money, which was five thousand dollars, then tax. So I'm gonna say it was like what 32, 47, 83. Oh my god! Just throwing that number out there. <laughs> it was that. Um, <laughs> I took that money, went directly to an orthodontist in Hollywood, and was like, "We have to fix this quickly because I am a star." Like I yeah. really believed <laughs> that yeah. I was. So <clears throat> I had the braces. Mm -hmm. Wore the braces for about two years. Uh -huh. Got the braces off before I went on to a challenge. Okay. Went on to the challenge with the prettier version of my teeth so my teeth straightened but then right. came home from the challenge proceeded to fall down a flight of stairs <sighs> cracked the front tooth and then had to get veneers so my first set of veneers it was just four teeth but yes back in the day they used to whittle your your real teeth down to little oh. tiny slivers and then put the veneer on so oh that scares me because what if you don't like the veneers then you've made a commitment to oh you have to have a veneer forever you're just going to be chasing veneer exactly so then uh, my first set of veneers, I loved. <clears throat> Second set of veneers, I was living on Long Island. I got them at a dentist's office where there were mallards on the wall. So, you know, it wasn't no Hollywood. No, shit. no. Yes, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> and I didn't love the second set. And I had, I wore the second set for like eight years and just didn't love my smile, which is crazy. You, It's what it robs you of if you don't love your smile. It seems yeah. superficial, but it's really not. I'm talking about you are unable to be present in great, times in your life because yeah. you're insecure about your smile and how it's going to look thinking about there are, i haven't existed you I, there are no selfies you didn't see you didn't see melissa at the club you didn't see mm -hmm. her there because melissa wasn't in them pictures she was taking yeah. them yeah but she wasn't in them yeah so i said to myself if i go and i get a third set of veneers they're going to be the teeth that i love and that i want and i've obviously studied them for all this time so for 20 yeah. years i've been studying teeth and I found a wonderful doctor, Dr. Alex Rubinoff. Shout out to Dr. Alex Rubinoff. 
in Manhattan. And I just started the process. And it was five hours. The first consultation is x-rays, pictures. Yeah. He takes lots of pictures, moving pictures, watches you talk. So he can see how your face moves. Because you notice, you didn't even know I got new teeth. Because my face and mouth aren't moving weird. I yeah. still look and sound like me. Yeah, that's like the first thing you notice when all the rappers get their veneers, because then there's like, there should be poking out. You know what I mean? Like they change the, they changes the cheeks. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's the first appointment. And then the second appointment, when you dedicate yourself to it <clears throat> and you say, you know what? I'm going to spend a Toyota Camry's worth to get the smile of my dreams. You're just like, I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. Can't take it with yeah. you. It's a pandemic. What are we going to do? Yeah. Um, it's five hours. They remove your other teeth. They prep your mouth and then they build the mold of the new teeth. And then you wear the fake waxy mold for three weeks while they're building your new teeth. And then they put Mm -hmm. your, then, you know, you come back and they put the real new pretty teeth on and it, you know, it was a journey. I'm very happy, but I also, I'm still getting used to my new smile because I don't smile. Yeah. But you feel good. Oh, I'm so happy. I mean, I'm still not going nowhere. It's pandemic, but when the pandemic's over, honey, I'm going to be outside. I'm going to be taking photos. <laughs> yes, we are going to be out and happy and biracial, and maybe you know we'll be passing. I love. Well, yes. Speaking <laughs> of, <laughs> speaking of. Okay, so speaking, we're both mixed race. Um, the just yesterday, the uh, new trailer for a show called Passing, which is based on a 1929 novel of the same name by Nella Larson. Shout out Nella. Um, hey, Nella. Hi. Uh, it's, it's gonna be on Netflix. It's a new show. Real quick, it's about like what mixed race childhood friends. They're reunited later in life. They're both passing, which means that they're black, but they can pass, um, assimilate into white culture seamlessly without being spotted or I guess what clocked. clocked. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, one identifies as African American and the other is uh, identifies as white and nobody knows that she's white. So it's like kind of about that. And it takes place, what, during 1929, I guess. So it's major issue for me. Neither actress is passing. Okay. The whole thing is in black and white. <laughs> An Hold interesting strategy there that they made it in black and white <laughs> from two mixed race people. We were like, you immediately texted me. You were like, like hold on who's supposed to be now hold on now now who are these women is also (laughs) of all i I started that's a thompson by the way and ruth nega so which that last name y'all there is a glitch in the matrix um (laughs) no i think that i started thinking about it And if you think about 1920s passing, Mm -hmm. like we all now know too much about what black is and what black can be and what black can look like. The whole thing about passing way back then is that you would do that and get away with it because of what white people did not know. Because it was so segregated. You weren't actually being, you you didn't work with black people. You didn't go to school with black people. The only black people you probably saw were posters drawn of them or if you had servants or something like that, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so, so probably a, they didn't know a, the eccentricities. So if a passing black mm-hmm. person who we- You were seeing Giselle by. Bryant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Robin Dixon. Robin Dixon. Does, Robin Dixon isn't even passing. You're just white. Like Robin Dixon um, is just white. What about <laughs> the morally bankrupt Faye Resnick? She's giving, it's giving, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Melissa we, Gorga? Girl. You might need to do a 23 and me. Listen to me. that's not- I've been saying Melissa Gorga, Daddy Black. Yeah. For since 
the beginning she, of time. Because they always, and those producers always love to show her high school photos. She's like a little they cheerleader. Sure and they show they her sure edges. And, they show- <laughs> and speaking of edges, and that's why when the whole Meghan Markle thing, when Meghan Markle's star really started to rise and people mm-hmm. were like very confused that yeah. she was black. I was like, I know Passing that y'all are not Meghan looking Markle. at those edges and yeah. confused that yeah. this black girl infiltrated the royal uh, castle. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Well, to me, I mean, Meghan Markle is totally passing, you know, like. Not at all. I think she's white oh, really? presenting. White presenting, yeah, okay. I think that she, and this is controversial. Mm-hmm. I think that she, because as you know, the biracial bill of rights, we're allowed to be who we are when we want to be it, when we, and you can't say that oh, we're not. yeah. Oh yeah, we're not police. But I think that Meghan Markle identifies as a white woman, period. I love her and I'm glad she infiltrated and she's my black American princess. (laughs) But I'm saying I know that she lives her life like a white lady. Yeah, I can see that. Like, has she ever code switched? Ever? Never seen it, but you know. Never seen it. Even the biracial (laughs) bill of rights. I love it. I love it. I'm learning something new every day. Look it up. I'll text it to you when we get there's we have a lot of rights. We do. <laughs> of all the women though to be playing in this show, <laughs> Rashida Jones. That would have been a shoe in. Uh who's the other one? Zoe uh Kravitz. No, you think Zoe Kravitz is passing? Yeah, no, not really, I guess. Could Lisa Bonet pass? No, no. Well, uh it's hard too because back then it was like even Italian Americans were considered not white. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. I mean. We haven't even touched the surface on the men. Wentworth Miller passing. Yeah. Oh, Halsey, absolutely. Halsey, yeah. Back to women passing. Well, yeah. She couldn't have. She couldn't have gotten that part because she got all them tattoos. But yeah, can't pass. even do it. Can't act either. So we're not even. Yeah. Not even. It's a non-starter. So we don't even. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be watching the show. It actually looks really interesting, and the cinematography looks beautiful, and I'm super interested in the story. And you know what? We have time to read the book before it comes out so that we can understand the true motivation. Yeah, it came out character. early. November because, tw- What is it? Well, November... the book's only like 100 pages. So yeah, we have I'll no excuse. No. Yeah. Did um, you ever see that documentary? Um, which one? Gosh, maybe it was called Little White Lies, something like that, where a girl who was clearly black no. was raised to believe that she was white. Uh-uh. Oh my God, I got to send you that? the link. Send it. Oh my God, I got to send you the Little link. Little White Lies? Maybe that's what it's called. Okay. But it's a biracial girl. Um, I want to say maybe she was even Jewish, but she was raised to believe that she was white and she just believed the lie. But like, when you see it, you were going to be like, Melissa. Melissa." (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. Nicole Richie. Is she, see, I think she. Absolutely not. You You think Nicole Richie can pass? I don't know. Maybe with them, you know. I think Nicole Richie thinks she can pass. (laughs) Did you see she burned her hair almost off last night? That was crazy. Well, she was at her birthday celebration, leaned over the birthday cake. I just to want to know candles. why are we Shit still spitting influence. on the cake? Yeah. <laughs> in a pandemic, now we're going to pass the cake around. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were over that. I don't know, but I do like Nicole Richie's curly hair. I think it looks really pretty on her. I do like Nicole Richie. She's one of the few people from that time period where I can still stomach. You know what I mean? You mean like early aughts? Yeah, the early aughts. Like, you know, I don't want to hear anything about Lindsay Lohan. I'm Britney Spearded out. Britney Spearded. Oh, you're Britney Spears? Spears. Really? No, no, I love love Britney. Look for my people. (laughs) (laughs) For my people, listen. 
<laughs> I am Britney Spears out. Like they just released the new trailer for the new Netflix doc for what Britney versus Spears. I'm over it. How many times? Well, there's nothing else to tell about the story. Leave her ass alone. I hope she gets free, but I don't need us to like sit on this forever, you know? Right. And the other thing is, I hope that she it's gets access very... to her money because she could have a Hollywood smile. There's no reason yeah, yeah, why Britney yeah. Spears' teeth should not be immaculate. That's true. Look at me. See, see, I'm worried about the real shit. Um... <laughs> the weaves aren't hitting. Sir. Yeah. Listen, she wish her nothing but the best. But the fact that we're getting another high profile documentary about her freedom, it's giving very much, what's the name of that white girl right now that's missing? And all of the media is focused Not on Gabby it. Gabby Petito. Yeah, her. She said it's saturated, it's oversaturated. I'm it's done oversaturated. It. The market is oversaturated. <laughs> I hope she gets, I hope you get free girl. But <laughs> in the meantime, it's like, come on. Um, Hold on a second. So you, you, you like Christina Aguilera though. I love looking at pictures of her now. I like everybody to an extent, but I don't need a luxury a million documentaries about one person. It's like, come on. Brit Christina Aguilar just performed recently here in Brooklyn. I saw. She did. Ladyland. Ladyland. All the gays were there. Her, I mean, well, she knows how to do camp. Mm -hmm. she... Camp does her. <laughs> camp does camp does Christina. But we love Christina. She's a performer, but I will always put Christina, and this is not hate. Or shade. This is like I always put Christina Aguilera in the performer category. Whitney Houston is a singer. Yes. Christina will go out there and belt the fuck out of a song and do all these theatrics and whoa, whoa. it's like it's very <laughs> it's a very Fergie doing that scream while she's doing the cartwheel with okay, the microphone. Good crazy. <laughs> I know you didn't say. But but Whitney Houston will go out there and perform and sing a song and make you feel it and start from one place and end up in another. Christina's has, do you know what I mean? I think Christina is a singer, but I understand what you mean about the theatrics, but I also do think that she can genuinely sing. Yeah. No, she can sing. I'm, I'm not taking, she, obviously she can sing. Yeah. See, here's what you like to do. You like to, um, what? You what like, like to tiptoe in dangerous territories. You see, I'd be real careful. <laughs> <laughs> With all these dangerous standums. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> cause I don't, I'm not a part of any standum really. Not a single one. No, there's not I used one to be person the closest. The closest that I was was Navy, but she's pissing me off. Everybody knows I have a love-hate thing with Rihanna right now. She's fucking us um, up. How do you feel um, about her new boyfriend? Colorist. You don't love it. I don't love it. You're still mad about that red lipstick. <laughs> that comment where he said dark skins can't. <laughs> he said dark skins can't wear. Girl, if you don't get the fuck out of here, stop dating this colorist. Yeah, and you're mad it's, because his braids have been the same length for 20 years. I know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, I know you're upset. I know. <laughs> um. And see um, how you 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 try to start this conversation with talking about that lady. Yeah. Who's in that shit. Well, let's and get right into it. Because that's a stand-in that I already hit every fucking... <clears throat> it's crazy. Nicki Minaj ain't making it to heaven. I know that fucking much. I said it. You don't have to say it. She's not She's not seeing heaven at all. Everybody... Oh, my God. <laughs> this podcast is a mess. <laughs> that's I'm all right. You're scared. just here for the ride. Yep. You're just here for the ride. I'm Listen, just Bob, saying... He said that. Yeah. She's not seeing heaven. She's not seeing the pearly gates as far as I'm concerned right now, because everything that I've seen this week 
is Listen, just it's, it's entirely it's, inappropriate it's entirely wrong actually yeah so jennifer i mean ho, from from ho? how do you from the misinformation mm-hmm. she started in point a to point all the way Z. down to the uh mm-hmm. victim blaming mm-hmm. yep the victim shaming the victim it's harassment yes i saw those clips today mm-hmm. where they said Picture you should have taken the twenty thousand. how do you pronounce uh jennifer's last name is it H- 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 i thought it was huff huff okay sometimes i, mean, I would I think know. it's huff let's just say huff jennifer huff <sighs> the woman I can't, who... I can't follow it it's like very upsetting how it's so crazy so she just long story short she is the woman who was assaulted by kevin or um sorry it's kevin right is that his uh, i always kevin petty yeah uh, nikki's husband all dirtbags name her kevin I'd be calling him that man. Okay. Because I always think of Kevin because of Wendy Williams. Is, I was uh, literally about to say, you're yeah, thinking yeah. about Wendy Williams' husband. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I knew exactly no, me... who you were thinking about. <laughs> but so she she's the one that he assaulted back in the fucking, what, over 20 years ago now? No, 16 years ago. It was exactly 16 years ago. And so that came and went. He did his prison time. But then I guess now he was being charged with uh, not registering as a sex offender. And uh, I guess they reached out to her to try to recant some of her allegations. I don't know how that would possibly help in this scenario, seeing as how he just like that's, she wasn't down for it. They've offered to fly her out to LA. She, they also offered her money. She didn't take either. Well, they and, offered uh, $20,000. Like, yeah. what? Like what? What's $20,000? Started harassing her, but that's not it. Nikki went on her queen radio show and was talking about this woman and even implied that because nobody knew what this woman looked like. So at one point, you, there's even audio clips all over Twitter that they've been posting today. I don't even, because I don't really listen to Queen Radio like that. Sometimes I did type in and out of the drama, but you know. Um, Nikki was saying that she was a, a white, she was implying that she, Jennifer was a white woman. She's like, well, you know, oh. when white is right, I think she was trying to do that, try to turn people against this woman that nobody had actually seen. She's a cl- woman is clearly a brown woman wow the whole you didn't yeah i didn't know there's that so way. many levels to this shit wow yeah they were talking about it today listen there's so many fucking levels to this shit <laughs> nikki ain't seeing heaven okay because this shit is so crazy if when you watch uh so anyways jennifer was on the real the real today being interviewed by uh garcelle bravo bove bove i'm mispronouncing everybody's fucking name today it's one of those <laughs> days <laughs> but y'all know what the fuck i mean I have a question and, uh, about Garcelle when we're, when we're done with this part. Okay. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the woman, you could tell by her posture, the way she was speaking. This woman has been through trauma, and she's yeah. reliving it on national television, and it's not fucking right. She's crying. I mean, it broke my heart. It made me fucking angry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's messed up. It's dark, and I believe her. And 100%. So what, what exactly does... This looks so bad. Well, I think that they thought that they were going to be able to fly her out, I imagine, to LA, and she was going to make some public statements about how she was recanting her allegations. Why would she do that? The damage has already been done. You're not helping this woman. Now you've trotted her. Now she she has no choice but to. Now you've uh, gone and actually implicated yourself in this when you could have just sat your. (laughs) Now you threw away your fucking whatever you had left of a career away on a fucking rapist you know what an alleged rapist someone who was convicted of rape we should have known when she was doing them songs with what's his name six nine not takashi 
I think that she still has a career though, because as we've seen, oh yeah, the barbs cancel culture is not real. Sure, we'll talk about her, but she'll put a song out and people will still listen to it. People, people don't. The news cycle is so fast, and our attention spans are so short that she's canceled this week, maybe. But then everyone. But don't you think that there's? But don't you think that there's something to be said though? I'm not saying I'm not advocating either way. I'm not saying that cancel culture. I'm not. I'm just saying that you don't think that uh, there's a pattern here with like the brother situation. Oh, six nine. This. I mean, it's it's. Yes, but I think there's also no threshold. I think that her standom is such that she will always have a fan base, and Mm -hmm. for them this will be a blip on the radar for us we you know we're we're team never forget about this because this woman is traumatized yeah it's one thing to hear about it but to see the woman kind of retell her story like this i was like oh my god i wonder why she went on the reel i guess that's the only place like there's not really she's not gonna be on dateline they're not gonna cover this maybe they would well the The whole world was talking about the nikki vaccination stuff which is a whole other thing which i'd love to talk to you about because um (laughs) My husband thinks that that was premeditated. Yeah, no, absolutely. She's from... trying to kick, yeah. The day that she was named in that, she did that, yeah. I don't think that she thought it was going to take off the way that it did. Or maybe she did. I don't think she was going to be, I don't think she thought it was going to be received the way that it was. I mean, she that looked, was outrageous. Because it, it was, was like, crazy. Ma'am. And it was day day five. We were like, oh God. Yeah, like, ma'am, your, your, your friend has chlamydia. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, but Garcelle, I wanted to ask you about. Okay. I don't watch the show. Uh-huh. What is the de- why are all the women I think she, Garcelle is so lovely. What's what's the problem? Um, what do you mean? Cuz do, do, do you hear that they come again like come come for her or what? Cuz she does fine on the show. She's a little bit like um She's been complaining lately that she feels like kind of an outcast on the show, a little bit on the outside, which I get because as a brown person, how could you not on any Correct. any place? You know what I mean? It's kind of just like uh, it is what it is. It's part of living in America. Um, right. But but I think that uh, I think also some of it, though, you do watch the way she moves and she kind of puts herself in that role a bit because she kind of just watches. She's an observer and comments and she does make shady comments, which I appreciate. But when you are they that, true you though? To, they are true. But I think that it's like, but I think how could you not, because I think she has common sense. So how could you not be re- introduced into a reality show ensemble and not feel like an outcast when you don't really truly fuck with a lot of these women outside of filming? They See, these women are stupid. They're going to film, filming or not, they're all going to be on a private jet together, hanging out, kikiing and acting like idiots. But when they're not filming, Garcelle's trying to be booked and busy. This is more of like a job to her. So I think that that's probably right. where this is coming in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the women are like sensitive to the fact that they're worried about the way that this is going to be perceived as white women. And then Garcelle's Yeah, they don't want to get that Ramona edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially on Beverly Hills, a show where they are super concerned with optics. You know what I mean? Because they think they well, all have brands. You know me. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, like, I don't know what Erica's worried about. Ma'am, you just stole from orphans and plane crash victims, allegedly. So I don't even know why you... Lisa, you're backing her, so you have your own issues, so... Was it that she... Was it that Lisa had money tied up with Erica's things? I don't know. That's what the streets are saying. I don't really know. 
to be honest, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really like Lisa Renna anyways these days. I think that her, you know, she's just like. I, I wish I didn't stop. I just stopped watching. After Kyle stole the girl's house, which I'll never <laughs> let go. The girl's house. Her sister. After she, after she stole Kim's house, I was like, uh-uh, no, I don't trust her. Something about her, I don't trust. And okay. then she kept whipping that ponytail around. And I was like, I don't trust it. I don't yeah, trust yeah, it. okay. Yeah, that party trick. So I just gave up. Yeah. But I was very surprised. You would like Salt the, Lake City. I keep hearing that I would. You would. And I keep you would. hearing that I, I would funky. like Potomac. You would like, you would like Potomac too. Potomac's more of a slow burn. Like it takes a little bit for it to rev up. Salt Lake City is just straight up kooky from day one. They already get into the mix and they're very mixy and just funky and weird. And I think you would really appreciate it. If you have time, try Potomac. Try both. Anybody with taste is going to like both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's like when people, threat, you're like, try both. If you yeah, have try, taste. If you is have your taste, taste level there, Melissa. I know it's the <laughs> taste level there is what's really <laughs> like <laughs> when people tell me that they only watch Beverly Hills. I'm like, oh no. How old Ooh, are you? Dreadful. Get, yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about some other shows. I want to also talk to you about what's going on in Florida. Are we done with Nikki? Did we get everything with Nikki? I'm upset by that interview today. I I I I only saw a clip and I was the woman was cowering. She was yeah. Yeah, the reason that she's not doing this for money, she's doing this because I feel like her life has just like been changed by this. And the fact that she's been called out now by so many people from that, probably that Queen Radio interview, I'd imagine. And the barbs are relentless. And where does Nikki know this man from? That I actually childhood? don't really know. They, I think they knew each other before the fame. I think also sometimes when you're like a famous, someone who's like at that level of fame, like her, you really like, you don't want to. It's like, it's like when Britney married, what's his name? That first guy she married for 24 hours. Yes. They're, oh, they're the like have an affinity. Down. Yep. They have an affinity for people that knew them before because they feel like they're not going to use them for their money because they feel like, oh, you knew me before the fame. Sometimes then people be the worst ones. The, thank you. So please, Kenneth married. Uh, was, that's what it is. His name is Kenneth, not Kevin. I Same said, difference. I don't trust, I don't trust K, K names. So Kyle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kevin. Kevin, Kenneth. Um, yeah, so he married up. You know, he's good. He's not losing anything. And she, that's his baby, correct? His baby. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah. Melissa, tell the people about your podcast. Tell them what's going on. You're on the fourth season now. Let's talk a bit about it. Yes. Let's just try to launch the fourth season. See, we don't um, do seasons over here. Yeah, you just, just make, going and going. They and just on. make me record. I don't even take <laughs> breaks. They just make me record. I'm fucking recording on vacations. <laughs> I'm recording during Christmas. Y'all don't ever give me a fucking break. It's okay. It's all right. Hey, I do it to myself. I, I set it up um, for us to have 20 episodes per season so that we could take three week little breaks. Okay. You know, because uh-huh. um, it's a completely independently made podcast that if I do say so myself, Imperfect mm. Strangers, I'm telling you, as we've gone along, sounds mad pro. Yeah. We've got little music. We got little yeah. ads. It's cute. <laughs> um, we're into our fourth season. So the premise of the show is Amanda, a person that I met at the top of the pandemic over the internet. She just slid in my DMs and asked me to be on her podcast, mm-hmm. which was about motherhood. We ended up talking, hitting it off, hitting it off through a very a series of technical difficulties and so i was like she and she was like you know we started brainstorming and it was like maybe the podcast is two strangers getting to know each other and as you know mm-hmm. i came into your worldview as a stranger yes. getting to know six other motherfucking strangers so i was like hey totally on yes. brand yes. so 
I feel like now that we're in our fourth season, we're 60 episodes in, mm-hmm. she's kind of not a stranger, but yeah. episode to episode, I'm still learning new things about Amanda. Amanda is still learning new things about me. And, you know, we're having fun. I honestly can't believe that I'm like impressed at how far we've gotten because I think when I first told you about the show, it was brand spanking yeah. new. It was. It was so the second time you've been, I think, or something. Maybe the first time? Yeah. Second time. I can't remember. So here well, congratulations we are. Congratulations on good. that. Thank you. First episode of Four Season just dropped recently. This past Friday, okay. right? Friday, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Shows mm-hmm. come out every Friday. Okay. Uh, there's an interactive show. Well, there's an interactive story on our Instagram. So if you're a person that listens to podcasts and then you like a little visual element, I put together uh-huh. a little silly Instagram story every for every episode. And then Mondays we go live on Instagram to discuss the episode. Now, come on, we don't really ever get to the discussion of the episode because we'd be getting high and talking about other shit. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is an element of the show. And so we have listeners. We have our own little mini standum called Stranger Friends. It's been very fun and rewarding. And I really enjoy working with Amanda and I hope that Amanda enjoys working with me, even though sometimes I'd be a bully, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be on my bully shit too. Yeah. Listen, they know. <laughs> Y'all know. Um, Listen, it comes with, this is why you're like my little brother. I'm like, yeah, you know. I, I yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where to find Imperfect Strangers. It's Imperfect Strangers on any uh, major platform, major podcast app and platform. You guys know where to find me. We are going to do the bonus episode right now. It's the B-side. You can find that on patreon.com slash the B-list. You can subscribe there. And what are we going to talk about? I want to do a mini review for you of two films that I just saw. I went to the movies twice this past week. Okay, and I had not great. been since before the, the pandemic. Did you wear your mask? No. You need vaccination proof to get in. And um, I, we also went to matinee features where it was okay. really two other people in the entire theater. So I'm not going at nighttime when it's a packed theater. I'm not doing that. And also they have um, limits, but yeah, no, we, we could do it. We went on the weekend. So we just went like during the daytime, there were like two other people and you can um, also book your seats pre, you know what I mean? So you can see where other people are sitting. We were sitting like way in the front. Two people were sitting way in the back. It was kind of nice on both. And so what was that like? Cause you hadn't been in a movie theater this whole time. Well, if everyone tunes into the bonus episode, they can hear all about that. Um, yeah, I want to tell you guys about the movies that I saw. I saw Candyman and the Eyes of Tammy Faye. I want to give you a little mini reviews, tell you about those. I want to talk to you about Florida, what's going on there. It's always a fucking mess. Talk a minute about the, uh, the Emmys. Didn't watch them, but I want to get your take on them and a couple of shows that I'm watching. Okay. Well, you know, I'm from Florida too, so I'm always down. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, yeah. So guys, uh, subscribe over on patreon.com slash the B list and leave a rating and review for this episode on the iTunes page. And we will talk soon. Thank you so much for having me. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.